It's Tuesday, September 28th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Senate Republicans blocked a Democratic bill that would both fund the government and raise the country's borrowing limit, escalating a political showdown over the government's finances just days before it runs out of money. Senate Democrats sought to pass a House-approved stopgap measure that funds the government through December 3, 2021, and suspends the debt limit through December 16, 2022. They're racing to send the legislation to President Biden's desk before the government's current funding expires at 12.01 a.m. October 1st. While lawmakers in both parties negotiated the short-term government funding, Republicans voted against Monday's procedural motion in a bid to force Democrats to address the debt limit themselves. With 48 in favor and 50 opposed, the legislation fell short of the 60 votes required to advance in the evenly split chamber. The failure of the procedural vote Monday could prompt Democrats to decouple the short-term spending measure and the debt limit vote. Around the world, North Korea has launched at least one unidentified projectile off its east coast, South Korea's military said, as Pyongyang turns back to weapons tests with greater frequency amid a stall in nuclear talks with the U.S. The projectile splashed into the waters between Korea and Japan. But the type of weapon, the time of launch, and the distance flown weren't immediately known by South Korea's military. The recent launch is the third weapons test in recent weeks by the Kim Jong-un regime. It test-fired two ballistic missiles on September 15th, drawing immediate blowback from the U.S., Japan, and others. Days earlier, North Korean state media said it had launched long-range cruise missiles. The U.S. and North Korea haven't held formal nuclear talks in nearly two years. The Biden administration has repeatedly offered to meet without preconditions, but the Kim regime has brushed off such outreach, with senior Pyongyang officials questioning the value of talks. North Korea has suffered a series of domestic challenges since the COVID-19 pandemic began. Its borders have remained shut, hurting the Kim regime's economy. In other news, a federal judge on Monday has said John Hinckley Jr., who shot President Ronald Reagan in 1981, could be released from court-appointed restrictions next year. Mr. Hinckley spent 34 years at St. Elizabeth's Hospital before being allowed to live with his mother in Williamsburg, Virginia, under certain conditions. His mother died this year. Some of the restrictions include limits on travel, the need to find volunteer or paid work, check-ins, and psychiatric visits. The move to give Mr. Hinckley unconditional release in June 2022 comes five years after the same judge, U.S. District Judge Paul Friedman, granted Mr. Hinckley, who's now 66 years old, full-time convalescent leave in a 103-page opinion. At the court proceeding on Monday morning, Hinckley's attorney apologized on behalf of Mr. Hinckley to the Reagan family and the families of others who were injured in the attack. An apology was also offered to actress Jodie Foster and the American people. Mr. Hinckley was obsessed with Miss Foster and hoped the assassination would impress her. And... Members of the generation shaped by the rise of social media are now pushing for Congress to combat the dangers faced online by young users. Anger at social media giants is reaching a boiling point on Capitol Hill as lawmakers demand action from 
Facebook-owned Instagram after a bombshell report detailed internal research on how the platform harms the mental health of teens. With the growing congressional scrutiny, Emma Lemke says lawmakers need to look to Generation Z for input on regulation. Lemke is founder and CEO of the Log Off Movement. The advocacy group aims to create a space for teens to discuss the harms of social media and provide resources about scaling back its use. Lemke said teens across the country are invited to share their stories and her new organization, Technically Politics, is looking to connect with lawmakers to put teens at the center of the reform conversation. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.